Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, a podcast that will give you validation and love and support that you need. Um, once again, I want to welcome any new listeners. Thank you for coming on here. And for my um, existing listeners, thank you so much for your support. I wanted to come on today and talk to you a little bit about when you've been no contact for a while and you come across a situation that may make you feel guilty, right? Something like your friend's mother is dying or died. And you start to think to yourself, when my mother dies, am I going to feel this immense guilt? Now, I don't have an answer for you. I don't know. Mine is still alive. But one thing I can tell you is this. I know that right now, my mind and my heart might not be in the same place Because this is currently happening to me. And guys, um, you know, I I said it in my last episode that a lot of times I come on here to just talk about what's going on in my life because it may be helpful to you. So my friend's mom is in the hospital with COVID and is on a ventilator and the doctors just told her that her kidneys have shut down. So this is, this is not going to be long before her mom is gone. So this is the thing. All of a sudden I had an immense amount of guilt come over me because she said to me, I know I was a good daughter. I don't have any regrets. And, and that really hit me hard. Because if this were to happen to my mother, how am I going to feel? How are you going to feel, right? I I don't know that part, but I can tell you one thing for sure. Our mothers are toxic. They have hurt us our entire lives and they've hurt us on purpose. They have lied to the family probably many years before you even blew the whistle on their, on your problems with them or you went no contact and then everyone knew. They did many, many, many things to us. They, they messed us up to the point that we've had bad romantic relationships that, you know, relationships that were abusive. We still... Some of us suffer from anxiety and depression and uh, complex PTSD. And letting our mothers back into our life will not, will might relieve the guilt for about a minute. And then we will go back to the same old
that we were the cycles that we had before with them where there was a time period where everything was okay. Then they did something which was probably very covert and underhanded. And then they went back and if we pulled back a little, then they started the love bombing or they stonewalled us and stopped talking to us. Is this in any way a person that you would continue talking to based if it wasn't your mother would you continue having this person in your life regardless of death being imminent or the fear that they may die and I'm talking to you and I'm talking to myself because of course hearing my friend right now the way she is and I cried with her because it doesn't matter that I don't talk to my mom. I, I'm still very empathetic, and, and so are all of you. It's very difficult for me to hear her and to see her suffer. It's extremely difficult. But I know. I mean, I had that moment, and I cried for myself. I cried for the possibility of when my mother dies, how am I going to feel? I know my what my mind keeps telling me is don't don't let this situation, which is not yours, stop your progress or make you go backwards. I've said this before. I am in my own support group and I go to therapy, right? And I have a therapist now that her main thing is narcissism so she gets it and so going back just so I won't feel guilt when she dies is not going to help anything because again I went no contact to for myself I didn't go no contact to punish her I went no contact to save myself. And I will continue to stay no contact because I have no reason to go back. And I've heard and I've heard, I've read in in that support group that one woman actually um was no contact for three or four years and then decided low contact would be okay. And she ended up regretting going low contact. True people with a personality disorder like narcissism, I'm not going to generalize it uh, because not all personality disorders are toxic to other people, right? Borderline personality disorder, if they're on the low end of the spectrum, tend to be more depressive and self-harming. Um, and, and when they, as they get further to the other side, then they become more toxic to others. But narcissism it is, is one that is toxic. There's no way to change narcissism into narcissists. 
by nature toxic to other people because the their whole world revolves around themselves and a fake persona. That's the problem. They hate themselves so much that they had to create this fake person who doesn't exist, but that everyone has seen and thinks that that's who they are, right? So that's awful if you think about it. I mean, knowing that everyone sees you a certain way and that it's all bull, right? They're not perfect. They're not the best at anything. Um, They just want to come off that way because they need people to praise them. They need people to give them attention. Um, And then with their children, they just mess with them. They just mess with us, right? We, We were targets we were victims were victims right we are not even survivors because the word survivor kind of has a a negative connotation to it if you survive something that you then you're no longer um you were a victim at some point of something we're thrivers we have lived through the hell of being the child and have no control over it of a narcissistic parent. We went through all the stages of grief that go along with it, not the stages of grief of death, but the stages of narcissistic, you know, grief, which I have another podcast that I have explained it. Um, because I don't believe I've read in many books that you go through the same stages of grief when you go into contact as if they were dead. And I don't, um, believe that a hundred percent. So I came up with my own stages. Um, so I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I never cut these things out because I feel like my podcasts are pretty much a conversation. They don't have to sound perfect um, because I'm human and and my memory. So it's it's a little bit bad because of my Graves disease. And so (laughs) um, I was talking about uh, the no contact and, and the continuing no contact. If you are no contact, please do not for any reason, even if the guilt just shows up one day because your friend's mom passed away. Remember, your friend's mom is not your mom. You have a unique situation and narcissists are toxic and they have children for the sole purpose of having someone to give them narcissistic supply for 18 years. Someone that they can control completely. Um, especially if you're a daughter, not, I'm not minimizing the son, the son, the father, son narcissism. That's really messed up because it's usually a lot of physical abuse with the mother. It's just, they hate their daughters. And that daughter-mother-daughter relationship should be a sacred, beautiful thing. You know, like what we all would wish to have is the Gilmore Girls relationship. I'm getting a little choked up because I've been watching Gilmore Girls. I didn't watch it when it was on. 
and I started watching it years ago. I saw the whole seven seasons. I don't know how many times I've watched the whole thing now. And I think it's because I envy that relationship between Lorelai and Rory, right? And I get a glimpse of the narcissistic mother in Emily, although she she's narcissistic, but she's the TV narcissistic, right? The The one, the infuriating kind that they're bad, but they're not that bad because they, they, they realize they made a mistake and, um, they, they turn around and change their behavior, which is not reality for any of us. So the, the mother daughter relationship is such a, it should be a beautiful thing. It should be a role model and someone to look up to, right? It should be a person who supports you in your endeavors, who is happy for you when you succeed, who pushes you to experiment in different things in life. Not someone who does the complete opposite of that, which is hinders you in every step. Who never wants you to do anything and then tells you that you, you'll never succeed because you never finish what you start. Um, and, and of course I'm taking from my personal life experience and this comes very directly from a situation when I was in high school and I, there my, my high school is very big on the, uh, drum corps, the band, but it's, it was called the drum corps cause it was, um, the military drum corps. I mean, it really was a military drum corps. There was, they had the, the, the badges, the whole thing. And I wanted to be in the drum section. And in, when I, I, my high school at the time had a junior high and my high school's closed now anyway, but I wanted in seventh grade to start training in the drum corps so I could be a drummer. And my mother I was in seventh grade and I wasn't allowed to walk to and from school alone. And she didn't want to pick me up at three o'clock in the afternoon or whatever time I was at four, you know, after practice three times a week. So what happened was that she, she, she made me stop, but then told me that I never finished what I started when it was her. So, okay. So basically going back to the original, oh my God, my mother's going to die and I feel guilty. You cannot forget why you went no contact in the first place. You cannot forget it, right? You can't forget it because if you let the, the momentary emotion of empathy for someone else change your behavior change your trajectory, then you will be in trouble. You're, you're, it's not going to go well for you. I will say this again. I am in a support group and I have read many times. I I told you the last one, but in the last three years, I have read many times where women have felt the guilt, gone back 
and regretted it. Every single, I have not heard once, not once in three years of being just involved in this, you know, with my own Instagram, having a support group that I'm a member of in, in, in the podcast, you know, you guys, no one has ever said I've gone back and everything was better. And if that has happened, it's because your mom wasn't truly narcissistic, right? She was just a jerk and changed, was able to self-reflect. And that's the biggest issue is that they cannot self-reflect. Okay. So I haven't had anything happen to me personally, right? But I, I've, I suffer through my friends, right? I'm, I had a friend that, that had COVID. Now I have a friend whose mother's in the hospital and is about to, to die. She's going to die. She, she, her kidneys have shut down and she's in sepsis. She has, uh, so she's, she's going to die. Um, and I'm suffering for her. But I have to remember that her mother's not my mother. My mother doesn't deserve my grief. She doesn't deserve it. Right? If she wanted to be taken care of as an old lady, then she should have been a better mother. Right? Um, and not say that she was such a great mother, but where where is the proof of it? You know? that I went to Catholic school my whole life. Was that for me or was that for everyone else to see that they're paying for Catholic school when behind doors, I didn't have any clothes. I was a teenager and I barely had any clothes. I had one pair of jeans, a couple of t-shirts when they could have bought it. I know they could have. All right. I'm going to stop there. I'm not going to, I'm actually recording this on on New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve is going to be challenging for me tonight. I have to keep reminding myself that I have a lot to be grateful for in the grand scheme of things where the world is falling apart. But it's getting better. We have vaccines. COVID is real, people. It's real. And I have a lot to be thankful for because I have my daughter as challenging as she is at 18. (laughs) Me and her still get along. She knows that when I get on her for something, it's for her own good. It's never for me. Unless it's COVID because I'm the one with the autoimmune disease. That is a little selfish because I'm afraid, you know, I'm going to die if I get it. And I don't want to die. Cause she needs me. That she's one of the reasons I want to be around. Anyway, I'm not going to upload this. This is too depressing to upload today. By the time I upload this, my friend's mom is probably going to be gone. And I hope that God takes her into her his arms, forgives her for everything that she's done, because she has had some. She's done some things too. That my friend can grieve and has time to do it and, and has support. Because right now her her mother's family is driving her crazy. So, 
that's my wish. And I am sending you guys love and, and the ability to see what good you have in your life because we all have good in our lives. We do. Things could just be so much worse for us. Even, even if someone in your family has COVID or someone in your family has died recently for whatever reason, we have good things to be thankful for. We have things to look forward to. And that's what I wish for you to see those silver linings, to see those opportunities, to see the hope to do for yourself. Because I plan on doing that. I want to take this experience and grow, not go backwards. So I'm sending you my love. I'm sending you the ability to see what's good in your life. And until next time.